0: The show you love, with even more local local news news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIB. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And
1: a wonderful Friday afternoon to you. A warm one, by golly, here in... California Central Valley, Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation as we wind up an active week and head into a very active weekend as well. We'll have uh, some fun things to discuss today as well as uh, what's on your mind because it is What's on Your Mind Friday, our phone number 209 Three four eight three. Again on Fridays, we relax things a little bit on the phones. Normally, Monday through Thursday, we like to keep the phone calls focused on the topics that we're talking about. On Friday, we open it up. What's on your mind? We'd like to know 209-551-3483. One of the things happening today. This is a fun thing in Modesto uh, tonight. Today uh, brings the. Uh, American Graffiti Car Parade. And, of course, that's reminiscent of the cruising that took place uh, for years and years. And it reminds us of that wonderful film, American Graffiti, that was set in 1962. Very interesting for me. When I, when I saw American uh, Graffiti, uh, I had no idea what a Modesto was. Uh, that, I was still in uh, Pasadena, where I had uh, grown up. Uh, love, love the movie. I thought it was fun, and uh, it's so anyway. Tonight, tonight celebrates uh, American uh, Graffiti, and let's see. Uh, of note, Councilwoman Modesto City Councilwoman Jenny Canoyer is the Grand Marshal tonight of the parade, being honored for her years of community service, and she'll be inducted into the Legends of the Cruise Walk of Fame. Have you seen that? Downtown. it's uh, around and about ten, ten, tenth Street there across from the Brendan theaters., uh, it's kind of like the Hollywood Walk of Fame if you've been there. Uh, if you haven't been downtown Modesto, kind of kind of fun. Uh, to see that so congratulations to modesto city councilwoman jenny Canoyer, the grand marshal tonight uh the graffiti card parade gets underway at 6 p.m runs until about 8 30 tonight however if you're in the modesto area they're already shutting down the streets about eight minutes ago so unless you're going to the parade, you might want to avoid downtown Modesto. The street closures uh, in the area will be in effect from 3 p.m. through 10 p.m. tonight. And they're expecting, I hear, up to 1,000 classic cars. It'll be traveling down McHenry to Brigsmore Avenue. And uh, then there's a two-day car show and music festival on Saturday and Sunday. Many, many, uh, many, many. Vintage and classic vehicles, Uh, car customizer Don Agostino and actress Candy Clark from American Graffiti are scheduled to be at the festival. By the way, the parade route, if you're interested, runs from McHenry Avenue to J Street, then to 11th to I Street, down to 17th Street and back to McHenry Avenue. And I hear that Elvis actually may be joining us. That's right. The king of rock and roll may be joining us a little bit after 4.30 today. So you might want to stick around for that right there on the parade route. We'll see how that turns out. By the way, if you happen to be down there on the parade route, love to hear from you. As well, what's going on down there? What do you see? What's the uh, the vibe down there? What's the energy? Love to hear from you again. Uh, we kind of relax things here on Friday. It's what's on your mind. Friday. Our telephone number two zero nine five five one three four eight three two zero nine five five one three four eight three. And uh, I always I always try to compliment and, and you know doing it on radio is... Uh, this is not a promotion. They don't pay for this. I don't get any kickback. Uh, But I I just, I believe in complimenting good service when I see it. And uh, one of the least favorite things I have to do, and I have to do it on a fairly regular basis because of certain things that my uh, physician has to keep track of. Anyway, I have to have my blood drawn on a fairly regular basis. My problem with that is, and this is not not so fun thing, is uh, I'm, I'm really hard to hit uh, with the veins. I, in fact, there there was, and I don't I won't name the the uh, blood drawing, the blood sucker company at all. Uh, it's out of town, by the way. But I I went, and I no longer go there. But I. I last time I went there, they stuck me seven times until they were able to to draw the blood and I said that that's the last time, and the thing was i I said to the the nurse lady there and and she kind of had an attitude I could tell it from right i said you know i'm I'm a little hard to hit. I don't have a problem hitting people, okay, I'm just letting you know I'm a little hard to hit on my veins. i'll I have lots of experience, yeah, well, six sticks later. And uh, I finally told her, I said, you get, you get one more try. I mean, th- this is enough. Uh, one more try or I'm walking out. And on the last seventh try, she uh, was successful. But anyway, today I had a great experience, and it kind of fits in with McHenry Avenue. You know the black building there on McHenry Avenue, those of you familiar with the city. Uh, I-, I just want to compliment Quest uh, Diagnostics there, and uh, I-, I don't know her name. But I've had her several times. She seems to be one of the uh, um, the experts there. One of the not not senior so much in age, but senior in in terms of experience. I mean, she just, just boom, it happened, and uh, it, faster than you can think about it, drew the three vials of blood or whatever it was. And I, anyway, I just want to compliment Quest Diagnostics there. Uh, I I love going there because they are so efficient. <clears throat> I love their texting time. You know, they, they text you uh, the morning of about any COVID questions, and then they just you click a link and text them and let you know you're in the parking lot, and then they Text you back and let you know they're ready for you. You walk in, the door is open. Hi, Michael, come right on. It. I love it. Great customer service again. They don't. They're not paying for this. This is not a paid ad. I just feel that once in a while you ought to give credit where credit is due. So, uh, and and by the way, and this, I don't get. There's no financial thing here either. But Dutch Brothers happens to be in that parking lot. And I I happen to go there uh, right after I I have that little routine right after having my my blood sucked away. So anyway, kudos to uh, Quest Diagnostics and the people down there. You do a great job, and I am very grateful that you don't have to stick me six or seven times to accomplish what you want to accomplish. All right, last night, as you know, was the uh, January sixth. Uh, investigation committee. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I have some perspectives on there. I, 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 will, I will give you my opinions uh, looking at it from two different perspectives, and I'll give you, I, I suppose if I uh, was a teacher, I'll give you two ways of, of looking at it in a grade. Uh, one would be an A+, plus and the other would be an F. And, and so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I'm I'm looking at it from from two angles uh, to be fair to what it really was, and uh, I'm still not quite sure what the ultimate purpose of it is, although I I, I suspect I do. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll talk about that in in a little bit. Uh, inflation, of course, in the U.S. hitting 8.6 this month, the highest since 1981 we'll be talking about that in a little bit reflecting higher costs and such and in that vein by the way with costs going up home prices are going up aren't they they keep going up inventory's low interest rate hikes mean price fluctuations so selling your home right now with an aggressive experienced agent is the right move to maximize your equity And I don't know, are you worried about costly repairs or upgrades needed to sell your home? Uh, If I were to sell mine right now, I'd be very worried about that. Well, if you would worry like me about that, call the agent I trust and recommend. Call Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or he'll sell it for free. That's right. His home selling program is designed to maximize your sales price. You are in complete control, no costly repairs required, no long term contracts, and you pick your move date. Dan can even help you find a new home before you move. Keith and Tanya in Oakdale, they tell us the the mental and physical toll of a long commute was really getting them down. It was time to sell, move closer to work no matter what. They didn't think they had enough equity to afford a home closer to work, but Dan Phipps heard their story and immediately set some high expectations for them. Dan wound up, by the way, selling their home for thousands more than even his high expectation initial price. So they're now in a brand new home, much closer to work, thanks to Dan. So call Dan Phipps. Dan's the man I recommend, and I'd hire him to sell my own home. He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours, or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps. 209-593-1111 or go to danphipps.com that's Dan Phipps with three p's d-a-n-p-h-i-p-p-s dot com we'll talk more about the state of the economy and a little bit about the January 6th investigation committee and open up the phones for what's on your mind Friday 209-551-3483 and listen if you're on the parade route there in Modesto, give us a call. Like to know what's going on. 209 551 3483 as The Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: Take The Mike Douglas Show with you every weekday from 3 till 5. Download the free iHeartRadio app and follow 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation as we navigate through, in, and possibly around many of the uh, issues that face us right here in California's Central Valley. It is What's On Your Mind Friday. Our phone number here, 209 551 3483. 209-551-3483. And again, if you happen to be down there on the parade route tonight for the American Graffiti Cruising Type Parade, love to hear from you. 209-551-3483. Well, let's find out what's on your mind, and let's go first to Mike from Manteca. Hi, Mike. A good Friday to you. How you doing?
2: My call, Mike. Yeah, I had called in the other day, and I had called in late in the show. It was uh, ending right just before five o'clock, and and that's when the story broke about this uh, guy who drove down to Brett Kavanaugh's house and was plotting to kill him. Although it never panned out, and he called 911, and it just came to my mind when I was watching the trial a little bit last night about how. And the comment the other day was how. Um, You know We demonize these federal Judges we demonize These I say we Meaning you know our our government Or a certain wing of the government And how they demonize these people And I was thinking over the last Couple of days you know many many Years ago I was also 26 Years old this guy was 26 years old And I had no idea Who our federal judges were So it kind of makes Me think that You know, with all this uh, media coverage, news, demonizing of Brett Kavanaugh, how would a 26-year-old person even know who Brett Kavanaugh is or where he lives? And And it was kind of a scary thought to think about how we put these names out in public. We know who these addresses of where these people live. This guy came from California, and he knew how to get to his house And all that, and I just wonder if if this 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 whole media blast that we get, this whole demonizing of a certain wing of the government, doesn't influence some of this behavior so badly that it brings out the evil, and it puts targets on peoples who otherwise they wouldn't even know who they are.
1: That's a very interesting observation, Mike. Uh, I think back to when I was 26, although that that's somewhat difficult for me at this point. I think I remember when I was 26. And I, I don't know. I probably could name the chief justice and maybe one or two others. I certainly couldn't name all uh, all nine at that point. But I think with the uh, the information uh, overload that we have today, by the way, Mike, thanks for the call. Appreciate that very much. Uh, with, with the overall uh, assault that we have information-wise today, Mike, I think one of the things that we suffer from is information overload and. The, the 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 problem is that we get so so much information coming in at astounding rates that it is not always processed well, uh, and and I think this guy, if he was in his right mind, would not do that. I I think there probably is an element of mental illness there. Uh, and just to uh, go over the uh, particulars there. By by the way, let me just put this in very very quickly. Uh, talking about the January 6th committee and, and they're they're basically painting a picture that Donald Trump is responsible for instigating the, uh, the riot that occurred. Uh, That's, uh, that appears to be their, their theme. And I think we all understood that uh, going in. Uh, The question is, are we going to apply that same principle, Mike, across the board? If, If we do, then we need to think about what Chuck Schumer said about Justice Kavanaugh back in, let's see, it was March 2020. Here's here's Chuck Schumer.
2: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
1: Well, and see there, there I think is where we have a, a two-tiered system of uh, of justice. So just it, it, very quickly, as as you may recall, this 26-year-old man traveled from Southern California and apparently got near or at—I'm not sure—I've heard conflicting reports there up to uh, Justice Kavanaugh's home in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Uh, this was on Wednesday morning. Apparently, he had luggage filled with weapons, and the report said his plan was to kill Justice Kavanaugh over impending decisions on abortions and guns. So, apparently, he got dropped out. He was taking a taxi there, and he saw two deputy U.S. marshals in front of the House. He walked away, called 911, and told 911 he needed psychiatric help. So, obviously, I, I think there's mental illness involved there. And uh, and he was arrested. After the arrest, he said he was upset over the leak of the draft of the Supreme Court decision regarding the right to an abortion, and also about the recent uh, school shooting in in Texas. So he's being charged with uh, attempting to uh, murder a Supreme Court justice. But uh, to to bring that back around, Mike, to your uh, to your previous comment. I uh, I think I, I would side with you in saying, unfortunately, because of our high amount of technology and the high amount of information that's instantly available to us and the spin that's out there, yeah, I think for people who may be mentally unbalanced, it, it does create a field and the opportunity for them to act. Oh, I'll give you the last word on that, Mike playing the Chuck
2: Schumer uh, blurb is perfect uh, indication of that. Somebody like that is listening to that kind of rhetoric and in their mind they're looking for a target. And, uh, you know, why was it Brett Kavanaugh? I mean, it wasn't necessarily even his decision that came down uh, that the, the, you know, the leaked report came out. It was from a different justice. It didn't even have Kavanaugh on it. We don't even know how Kavanaugh ruled on that or, or had an opinion on that. So the, the fact that it was Brett Kavanaugh that he targeted has to go back even farther to the trial or what was supposed to be a job interview, but it ended up being this, uh, uh, breaking Brett Kavanaugh through the, through the calls and calling him a rapist and, uh, and a drunk and everything else that went on that public spectacle. It was very similar to what was happening last night on that, uh, january 6th report we only saw the parts that worked for their agenda right we didn't see the other parts of it we didn't they didn't even finish comments that were made by donald trump at the end of that that he said we want you to disperse lovingly and peacefully that part was left out so it's 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 uh you know we can listen to this stuff so much and and we have to be aware. I think of, of there are people out here like this that are taking it differently than people who may
1: logically. I I think we to have to handle uh, technology well, Mike. I got to run. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate that. Okay. It is what's on your mind Friday here on the Mike Douglas Show. Two zero nine five five one three four eight three uh, we'll talk about uh, the parade if you're down there love to hear from you in modesto and we'll talk about the january 6 committee coming up the mike douglas
0: show now weekdays from three till five on power talk 1360 kfiv you're listening to the mike douglas show the voice of the valley power talk 1360 kfiv
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this warm-ish Friday. Heading into uh, the uh, American Graffiti uh, Weekend, the Graffiti Car Parade, tonight in Modesto, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. By the way, if you're in downtown Modesto uh, and you're trying to get into businesses down in that area, maybe a little bit of a chore. They've already started closing streets about 35 minutes ago. And uh, so if you're in downtown Modesto, uh, might be aware of those street closures for the uh, parade. Sounds fun. Uh, again, we, uh, we rumor that uh, Elvis or some facsimile thereof may be uh, calling in or uh, a little, uh, maybe around 435 today. so that'll be fun. If you're on the parade route, uh, we'd like to know what's going on, our number here on what's on your Mind Friday 209. 209-551-3483. By the way, before we get to the uh, uh, the January six uh, committee, also keeping an eye on uh, what's happening around town and, and talking about Modesto. This past Tuesday, the city council there approved a, a five hundred and eight million-dollar operating budget for the fiscal year, often for governments. That starts July 1. But uh, budget challenges, and they're looking at they may have to cut some services in, cov- in coming years without more revenue. And so apparently at the June 28 meeting, they're expected to approve a 1% sales tax uh, to be put on the November ballot. And if approved by voters, they say the tax, according to the Medesto B, is expected to raise about $39 million annually for the city's general fund. That's about a third of the operating budget, and about 80% of the fund is spent on public safety. That costs a lot these days. Uh, and so uh, there, there been a couple of pushbacks from uh, the community on that. Um Councilman Chris Rickey says when he was first elected in November 2020, he he had yeah, looked at a, a scan, said some of these b- budget issues apparently, but he said his perspective has changed as he's learned more about city government and its uh, challenges. One, one of the issues, and it's not just for Med- Modesto, it, it's for any uh, city, any town, any county, and that is if if you're going to have quality law enforcement, if you're going to have quality emergency services, you have to be competitive. And what do I mean by that? I mean I mean you have to be competitive with other cities and other counties. Now, of course, you're not going to compete with uh, the LAs and and the New York cities and and such, but you have to be somewhat competitive otherwise You bring people on, you put them through the academy, or they put themselves through the academy these days, and you invest in them, you get them through their uh, field training, officer training, and they're out there for a little bit, and then they look at lateraling over to a department that uh, provides better benefits or uh, more salary, uh, more compensation, whatever it might be. So it's not just it's a waste of money. It's It's a very... It's a very difficult balance to hit, and so I not not being critical in bringing bringing this up, but uh, of course then then the public has to say to the city council are, and and this is part of the accountability: Are you spending money on the things that we want you to spend it on? Are you spending uh, money on the critical things? And so that's all part of that uh, public comment process. So. Uh, Modesto looking at a 1% tax increase and a sales tax increase, and that would go on the uh, November ballot. Speaking of uh, decisions by legislatures and councils and such, up in Sacramento, up in Sacramento, what's our legislature been doing this week? Well, on Wednesday... They uh, introduced a new amendment to the state constitution. You hear about that? Mm -hmm. State Constitutional Amendment 10 would make California the first state in the nation to explicitly enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution. That's right. And that uh, amendment, backed by Senate President Pro Tem, Tony Atkins, Democrat out of San Diego, Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon, Democrat out of uh, Lakewood, and, of course, our Democratic Governor, Gavin Newsom. At a press conference last month, it's reported that uh, Senate Pro Tem, Tony Atkins, said the point of the measure is to protect abortion access— but if it happens to drive up voter turnout, that's okay, too, she said. Apparently, I, I hope it boosts turnout, but that's not why we're doing this. Okay, well, it, you know, it, in in, uh, in their playbook, I suppose that could be considering uh, considered killing three birds with one stone. What do you mean three? Well, one is the fetus that would be killed in the process. Mm-hmm. You know my heart on this. I, I just am not in favor of abortion as a method of regular birth control. Uh, it's just um, not, not in my wheelhouse to, uh, to support. So there you go. Uh, keep, keep track of that. Make a note of it. California Senate Constitutional Constitutional Amendment Number 10. And uh, we'll be tracking that as well inflation you've been watching that and i'm sure you have again it hit 8.6 this month highest since 1981 and of course food is up 10.1 percent since last year have you noticed that i have i do a fair amount of shopping for the family and uh, i do some of it with my wife and some of it i i do on my own And I've noticed prices going, I love salmon. I'm looking at the price of salmon and thinking, well, maybe I don't love it that much uh, anymore. Love, love salmon. That's one of my favorite fish. Fuel. How how much do you think fuel has gone up in the past year? 62%. How about shelter? Five and a half percent. Isn't that amazing? Well, uh, let's hear from you. What's on your mind today and what's on your mind Friday? 209-551-3483, talking about things like inflation. Uh, Let's talk budget with Nancy from Modesto. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to the show.
3: Oh, thank you. Hi, Mike. And I'm a salmon addict myself, too. Once a week, I come unglued if I don't have it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Touche. I love it.
2: But that was cute.
3: Yeah. um, My comment is just with regard to how to save money in the city, all those trucks they have for the park maintenance and all the people they pay, I think that that would be a really good way to save money is just put that out to private bid and, um, you know, let those people go apply at those places. I see two speeds, slow and slower, gross polluting vehicles, and don't cheap out on your police, but definitely on the parks. I think that, you know, they could really save a lot of money.
1: All right, so you're suggesting to uh, privatize uh, some of that in the recreational area?
3: Exactly. Okay. Exactly, but not, not, but no budget. Modesto Police is one of the. I think they're amazing. I just think. That. I agree. I just, I can't believe it. I love it when you guys have the shows. I like to watch, and you guys show us in the room where all the cameras are, and they they them. Um, I'm not sure if it was on the radio or if it was um, you guys on um, YouTube. you know I mean um, our police officers on YouTube, but it was so cool. they showed the back room with all the cameras and they showed us they showed him catch a bad guy and everything and I know your background. so you you know you could really see how somebody like me that's really neat because I wanted to be a police officer but I couldn't I couldn't pass the medical so.
1: Well and and uh, the, by the way, I, I always give kudos to, uh, and, and be, it's because I'm around them a lot. I see them in action a lot, uh, both Modesto Police Department and uh, Stanislaus County Sheriff's Department, uh, two very, very professional organizations and both uh, both heads, of state, there both uh, the chief and the sheriff do a great job of reaching out to the community. Nancy, thanks for the call. I'm going to let you go. Your your cell phone is uh, creating some interference there, uh, but I we got most of your comments and and I appreciate that very much. Uh, thanks for the call today and and have a great weekend, Nancy. Suggesting yeah, maybe some of the uh, some of the issues involved in budgets. Uh, maybe we look at some of the services that are not related to emergency response. Could we uh, put that out, out to a private bid? Could we privatize some of that? What do you think about that? That's interesting. 209-551-3483, our uh, number here on What's on Your Mind Friday. Again, our number, 209 3483 Janet uh, Yellen. If you remember, just we were talking about, uh, before Nancy's great call, we, we were talking about uh, <laughs> inflation hitting 8.6%, not been that high since, uh, this the highest since 1980, 1981. And uh, if you remember a year ago, uh, Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, told us the inflation was transitory, not something to worry about. Well, it's not transitory. I do give her credit. I do give her credit in saying not was wrong on that. Here, here's what she has to say about that now.
2: Look, I,
0: I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and Um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time didn't fully understand. But we recognize that now.
1: Well, again, I I give uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen credit for saying, yep, realize that wasn't a good idea. Uh, However, I just don't understand, as the Treasury Secretary, why she would be in favor of many policy decisions that have led uh, to this high inflation rate. Now, of course, President Biden tells us what what he thinks has caused this high inflation. Today's
2: inflation report confirmed what America's already know. Putin's price hike is hitting America hard.
1: All right, so it's Vladimir Fu- uh, Putin's fault. Mm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that, with all due respect, Mr. President. No, I, I, it, that, that may contribute to it somewhat. But no, sir, it's, it's your policies, I believe, that are causing the uh, high rates of inflation that, that we're seeing. Highest rate of inflation since 1981. Well, we'll talk about that and more. Again, if you happen to be out on the parade route today for the uh, American Graffiti Weekend, love to hear from you. What's going on there? 209 551 3483 as What's on Your Mind Friday continues here on The Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be back in three minutes.
0: Here's more with the voice of the valley, Mike Douglas on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and streamed on the iHeartRadio app.
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV on What's On Your Mind Friday. Our telephone number, 209-551-3483. Again, on Fridays, we kick back a little bit, relax the phone protocols, and just want to hear what's on your mind. If uh, there's a topic we haven't addressed this week that you'd like to bring up, now's the day. Or if uh, you heard one of the topics, didn't have time to call in and weigh in on that topic, again, uh, Friday's the day to do that on What's on Your Mind Friday. Again, our phone number, 209 209- Five five one three four eight three. Speaking of inflation and gas prices going up, very interesting. As many of you know, I, I look at many different news outlets uh, every day in uh, in preparation for this show. Uh, ones that I agree with, ones that I don't agree with, because I think it's important to uh, to get as many points of view as possible. One of those is is Axios. And I think they have a good idea in terms of what what they do in giving a very, uh, like, like a headline about a topic and then talk about why it's important, some of the salient salient points. And it, it's like a, a brief thing, but they also have a link then where you can go deeper. And uh, sometimes I agree with them, sometimes I, I don't. Now, this is very interesting. Uh, of course... <laughs> Gas is going out of sight, isn't it? Just, just nuts as the national average, you know, approaches five dollars a gallon or, or more, depending where you are. And so they have uh, Axios has some suggestions on how to deal with the gas prices going up. Here are, are their suggestions: uh, check apps like Gas Buddy, AAA, and Gas Guru. To find the cheapest price around, I use Gas Buddy. You use Gas Buddy, I do. Uh, it Typically, doesn't change much. I I know those stations usually that have a, a very good uh, or well, let me say a very good price, have the least hurtful price. I guess is how I would reflect. Uh, on that today, uh, Gas Buddy. I uh, haven't used Gas Guru. Anybody used Gas Guru? Not familiar with that. Anyway, so there's a saying check apps like Gas Guru, uh, Gas Buddy, AAA, find the cheapest price around. I, I agree with that. Uh, join a wholesale club like Costco or Sam's Club, knowing uh, they have some of the lowest gas prices. Okay, I'm not a member of either. Uh, But I have friends who uh, are with Costco, and I I know they are willing to sit in the lines to get gas there. And thirdly, make sure you earn rewards when buying groceries with loyalty programs. All right, uh, uh, decent three suggestions. What's missing? Do you notice anything that's missing? Yeah, regarding gas prices, how about, allowing oil companies to drill for oil. How about not cutting off the oil and fuel industry until we have an electrical uh, system that can support electric cars to just dump gas and oil, which supports, what, over 6,000 products? (laughs) in favor of electricity when we're going to be facing brownouts and blackouts it just it doesn't make sense it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't add up and i'm all for researching r&d research and development into into better systems that use less gas and oil i'm okay with that but you don't cut your nose off to spite your face. You don't cut off the the gas and oil industry carte blanche and expect the electric car industry to bloom at this point. Not going to happen. The technology just isn't there yet. And uh, as they, they've seen in, in tests in, in San Francisco and other places uh, and, and other people that have tried to do cross-country trips, those fast-charge places, often it's not a fast charge. And you can be stuck for a long time. And it takes a lot of oil and gas products to make a lot of the products that have to go into electrical vehicles. So it, to, to me, it, it, it's intentionally ignoring what's real and, and trying to make people believe in something that is fantastical, that is a fantasy, a, a Disneyland-esque approach to fuel and, and transportation. I'm all for, I'm all for research and development for clean energy, but let's do it in a logical way, not in a haphazard way that Leaves us without transportation in terms of brownouts and blackouts. All right, more coming up on What's On Your Mind Friday in five minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
3: The
0: show you love with even more local news and more local talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas.
1: And welcome back to our number two of the Mike Douglas Show here on What's On Your Mind Friday. Our telephone number, if you'd like to tell us what's on your mind today, 209 Five five one three four eight three. As you know, Monday through Thursday, we like to keep the calls focused on the topics at hand. Uh, but on Fridays, we open it up. If there's a topic we haven't talked about, you would like to talk about today's the day. Or if we've talked about a topic you didn't get to weigh in on earlier in the week, why we'd love to hear from you. Our number two zero nine five five one three four eight three. We were talking about the inflation rate uh, not long ago, and one of our uh, astute listeners messaged in here uh, saying a couple of years ago a proposition governing governing egg production was passed by people who have never raised anything, much less livestock or eggs. It says those egg regulations took effect a few months ago, and the price went to uh, 17 to $18 per five-dozen package, which in, uh, they said in Oregon earlier this year, uh, the price per five-dozen was $6.68. Wow. Uh, it says, we brought home five-dozen. Uh, then it would pay to go just for a week or so to bring back a few dozen, which would have paid for gas. Uh says in 2014, this is humorous, maybe it's not, maybe it's tragic. 2014 says, uh, I literally had to tell a schoolgirl in a McDonald's restaurant that the hamburger she was eating came from a cow. It was not manufactured by McDonald's, making the point that people who may have absolutely no idea where their food comes from have the numbers to dictate how farmers must grow food yeah that's one of the problems, and i I think that that <laughs> I think that comes back to preparing people adequately for life. My opinion in in schools instead of trying to uh, teach kids that they're the other gender, that it's good for them to uh, think about changing their genders. Uh, instead of encouraging them to be something they're not, instead of encouraging them to make up their own pronouns and and in a narcissistic way force other people to call them something they want to be called because the world revolves around them, how about let's teaching? Uh, how about let's teach them? And I had this conversation with someone else the other day. How, how about teach them how to get a loan? Uh, what what interest rates are about? how to balance your your bank account. I was going to say checkbook. Anybody use a checkbook anymore? I mean, we do at Advancing Vibrant Communities. Uh, People personally, I I occasionally write a check. Most of it is done online. In fact, uh, a lot of places now really are asking you to do it online, so I don't know balancing a checkbook if that's a thing anymore, but at least balancing your bank account, uh, paying attention to interest rates on credit cards, how the economy works, where food comes from, why decisions that you and I vote upon affect food prices, uh, how how food gets from the farm to the market. These These are important things that we need to be teaching our children, not not trying to confuse them about their sexuality. Good night. Uh, I. Anyway, I thank you uh, for emailing in that uh, that message. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, if if you uh, if you noticed, if you noticed, Father's Day is approaching. One of the great privileges of my life was becoming a father great responsibility and i hope when all is said and done that i have done a decent job of that i uh, love our children they're now in their late to mid to late 20s uh, daughter and and a son well we're going to honor fathers here on power talk 1360 kfiv that's right this Father's Day, coming up, it's a, a week from this Sunday, Power Talk 1360 KFIV wants to make your dad feel good and look sharp. You can register your dad to win the 1360 KFIV Father's Day giveaway at PowerTalk1360.com. So the prize pack includes a transmission tune-up from Interstate Transmission Center and, online at com, And there's an exterior car detail and 3M ceramic coat from Davis Family Shines, where you can get 20% off Father's Day gift certificates at com, And you can get a new pair of Gucci sunglasses from Prestigio Jewelers, where your credit is guaranteed, again, from prestigiojewelers.com. And let's treat your dad right with Power Talk 1360 KFIV's Father's Day Giveaway. Win him a tune-up, a clean car, and a new pair of shades. How about that? You can enter your dad now to win that 1360 KFIV's Father's Day Giveaway at PowerTalk1360.com. That's PowerTalk1360.com. Great way to, to have some fun and enter a contest to honor your dad. By the way, so important, the importance of fathers being present in the home. I consistently am connecting uh, with, with uh, people who minister in prisons. I'm connecting with therapists and counselors and other pastors. And time and time and time again, they cite how, how drastically the absence of fathers decimates the home. I know Hollywood has made fun of fathers for a long time, but it is it can become we can break the generational cycle of absentee fathers by us modeling what it means to be good parents. To to not say to the government, oh, I'll let I'll let you take over my parenting. No, 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 no. You don't want government. I, I was part of, I worked in government for 25 years. There are things that government does extremely well. There are things government stinks at, and one of those is parenting. You don't want government parenting your kid, in my opinion. Now, if you if you feel that government does a I, If you think government does a good job of parenting, I'd like to hear from you. Seriously, I'd like to hear your rationale. 209-551-3483 or not. So, point being, we need to honor fathers and we need to break the generational cycle of fatherlessness in our communities. And I'm, I'm thinking of how powerful my dad's influence was on me, how powerful my grandfather's influence was on me. And I I have had father figures in my life who were like, I guess you could call them, what do you used to call them? Dutch uncles? Uh who, who were there kind of like secondary uh, fathers who who were full of wisdom and didn't didn't force me to uh, come under their wings but i recognize their wisdom and i sought them out and i still s- uh, seek them out there are men uh, older than i am whose wisdom i still seek out because they deal with life in with integrity and honor and honesty and uh, i seek their wisdom and i also and and this is something that i think is important for my fellow pastors as well And that is, I give some of these men that I trust implicitly permission to speak in my life, to speak into my life. If they see something that is untoward, they have my permission to say, Mike, we noticed something. I think, and, and not, not just for pastors, I think that's important for anyone, but one, one of the big influence there, influences there is fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers. I just did a uh, graveside memorial service for a World War II veteran last week, 90, uh, 96, 97 years old, and the man was incredible, got a Purple Heart in, in World War II. And with his generation, what he he brought to his family was not only a sense of what it means to be a patriot. It's just not blind nationalism to make fun of. He went through it. He was injured in World War II in in Europe, fighting for freedom. And I had a friend who landed on the beaches of Normandy during D-Day the, the, these are incredible men who were humble, but knew what it meant to be a patriot. It's not empty nationalism. It comes from giving and sacrificing for the good of other people. In a narcissistic culture, that's hard to find today, isn't it? So I'm all for honoring fathers. Now, my father has been with the Lord for many a year now and uh, very much miss him, and very much miss the influence of my grandfather, and and both of them still play integral parts in my life. And again, in their absence, I I seek the wisdom of men who are older than me, who have the kind of wisdom and honor and integrity that uh, I admire. And again, I, I think it's important for me to give them permission to say, Mike, You need to straighten up and fly right if they see something that uh, they don't think is quite right. All right, how about you? Do you have your father still living? Honor him. Honor him. All right, we'll be back with... What's on Your Mind Friday, coming up in three minutes. Again, if you're out, by the way, it's hitting uh, triple digits in Modesto. If you're out there on the parade route for the uh, American Graffiti Weekend, I'd like to hear from you today. Our number, 209-551-3483. Make sure you stay hydrated out there on the parade route. It's now triple digits, my friends. Make sure you stay healthy uh, with some hydration out there, and we'll be back in three minutes on What's on your mind Friday on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. On what's on your mind, Friday, uh, heading into this uh, American Graffiti weekend. Uh, those of you uh, who are participating in the events this weekend, hope you have a great time and uh, again, stay hydrated. Already a hundred degrees, I understand <laughs> in Modesto, so uh, enjoy the festivities. But again, please stay hydrated. We want you to be want you to be healthy as well. All right, it's what's on your mind, Friday, uh, 209-551- one three four eight three. Let's find out what's on the mind of Nancy from Modesto. Hi, Nancy. Welcome.
4: Hi, hi there, Michael. Well, let's see. All, all kinds of things are on my mind, and whatever. But anyway, um, I happen to come from a, a home that uh, experienced divorce, and um, I can vouch for the fact that it isn't a great, wonderful thing. But I also know how important grandparents are, and uncles, because I had a wonderful set of grandparents and a wonderful uncle who greatly helped me in my formative years. I used to follow my grandpa. He could walk in his 80s all the way from Poplar Avenue to downtown Modesto, and I had to practically run to keep up with him. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I was blessed. My uh, point is this, however, that, of course, I, I do not believe that the government should ever endeavor to uh, train our children and teach them the things that they need to know other than the learning of reading, writing, and arithmetic. History is good, very good, if it's not biased. Um, so uh, I, just, I do know that kids can make it. However, I do believe that it did influence uh, my um, problem in marriage, (laughs) and uh, not the last few years, but uh, early on. And um, so, you know, I just know that it's not government's place to raise children, and I do believe in a good, strong home with a good, good father and mother. And I have thought for years, long before this discussion ever happened, that the way they make fun of fathers and Mm. sometimes mothers on television is very, very bad. So uh, I just really believe that um, we've got to put a lot of emphasis on good homes and girls out there. You be careful who you marry, (laughs) Mm. be very careful, very, very dangerous. I mean, I never was hurt uh, other than, you know, psychologically but um it's it's a very serious business when you get married and you need to really know the person and you need to trust them and know their families and know all about it. So be careful girls, whether you came from a good fa a lot of girls I know came from really good families and they thought every man was good. Now there's another problem. <laughs> too,
1: I agree
2: because <laughs>
4: That does not necessarily mean that they are because, just because you had a good dad. So you got to be careful both ways. Uh, absolutely. But do pay attention and uh, be godly, girls. Be godly, and you guys, you take you take your um, being a man seriously and and do right by your family. That's what I have to say.
1: <laughs> Absol- preach it, sister. I love it. Thank you, good wisdom from Nancy uh, from Modesto, and, and Nancy, stay cool out there, okay? Uh, oh yeah, I just got home. <laughs> good, all right. Th- thanks for your call. Appreciate that very much, Nancy from Modesto, uh, underscoring uh, the the importance of fathers. Now, now with that, and and let me say this: I am in no way demeaning those who are single parents. There are many reasons why you may be single parenting, and it, it's a tough gig. It really is, and there there are sometimes circumstances where you can't have your spouse involved, whether it's the female or or the male. But uh, the the point here is that fathers need to step up to the plate and be the role models they need to be for their children, uh, and and. I don't know about you, but our, our children, it's very interesting, they're in their, again, mid to late 20s now, and I will find sometimes that they will bring up something from years past, maybe a principle, uh, a nugget of wisdom, something that I didn't even know I was talking about or demonstrating, and it will have had an impact on them. You never know when how you're handling a situation, how you're handling your children, is going to have a lifetime impact. It's very, very fascinating to me. And it's not, not that we need to be paranoid about making, well, I've got to make sure I'm not making a mis- misstep. Uh, but it, it is, in my opinion, very important for us to do the best job we have to not become paranoid about making a mistake, because we all make mistakes. But to be the best parent that we can be, whether we're on the mothering side or the or the fathering side. And And again, for those of you who may still have your fathers who are living, my encouragement to you is make sure that you honor them while you have the uh, the opportunity uh, to do so. And I, I think Nancy's point was very interesting that uh, she uh, she spent some time. Uh, in her life with, without a father, but there were father figures that stepped in. I think she said uncles or or grandparents, so important. And I think especially for uh, daughters or granddaughters or, or nieces, good, manly, honest men with integrity have tremendous protective influence there. And uh, so men, we need to step up to the plate. All right, we'll continue. Uh, several of you on the phone. Melvin from Salida, hang in there. We'll be back to you in five minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: The Mike Douglas Show. Now, weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. A pastor with passion. A minister with manners. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's on Your Mind Friday, 209 551 3483. Our number, I think we lost Melvin on hold there. Melvin, if you're out there, love to have you call back. 209 551 3483. Our uh, number. We're talking about uh, the, the influence of, of fathers and parents and and relatives thinking, and of course, this is the American Graffiti uh, celebratory weekend, the big parade uh, tonight. I think a thousand vehicles, is that right? That are going to be coming down uh, McHenry Boulevard or McHenry Avenue, rather, uh, from uh, downtown Modesto to be a great thing. Uh, If you're out there, we'd love to hear from you. If you're on the parade route and you're waiting, uh, the parade starts at 6 o'clock. They close the streets at 3, and I uh, understand people are beginning to line up. Please stay hydrated triple digits out there it's going to be a hot time in the hot town tonight definitely so make sure you're uh, you're staying hydrated again uh, it's what's on your mind friday 209-551-3483 uh, bob uh, just messaged me we're talking about things of the past and uh, he says when i was growing up i counted change from the register by hand yes yes I worked in retail for a while, and I I have to, it was for an electronics company that, uh, well, it was for Radio Shack. Uh, This was back in the mm, mid-80s. It was kind of a a part-time in-between gig in between some of the uh, uh, law enforcement uh, full-time jobs I was doing. There was a period there where uh, I went to work for a a friend of mine who owned a Radio Shack store in, in Arcadia, California. And I, I like goofing around with electronics. And so it was a, it was a good place for me to be. But I, I'm not a great, I wasn't a great retail salesman. I, I never made commission on anything. I, I made the minimum wage. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I I, I love serving people. I loved helping them out. Uh, I, I just was not real adept at at selling them a stereo system that I didn't think they would be happy with. But anyway, all all that said, that's where I learned to count change. How many of you have counted change? How many of you have seen anyone in today's world at any restaurant or uh, retail outlet actually count change back? I rarely see that. What, what do you see happen? So your your bill is nine dollars and ninety five cents. What happens? You give them a ten dollar bill. What happens? They look on the computer, and it says give them back five cents. And so they you can see it. They're looking at the computer. They open the drawer and they give you here's your change. No. Not not how you do it. You count the change back. And I think that's a lost skill that, that we need to resurrect. I really do. I, I think it ought to—what do I know? Not, not being a great salesman, but I, I think we ought to teach in high school— Maybe junior, eh, maybe high school. One of the life skills of how to count change back. I think businesses have you. Have you ever been in a business where they experience a computer glitch and and the computers go down? They can't count change back. This is ridiculous. It's it's a basic thing. It's easy to do. I'm not going to do it here on the air, but it's something I I think we ought to teach. Our, one of those basic skills that we ought to teach. Our children coming up. All right, we're talking about the uh, American Graffiti uh, Parade tonight in Modesto. About a 1,000 cars, I think, uh, that's going to be streaming out of downtown Modesto, down McHenry uh, uh, Avenue to uh, Briggsmore, And uh, invite you, if you're on the parade route, to uh, give us a call, 209-551-3483. And believe it or not, we have Elvis on the line. Elvis, what's happening out there?
5: Hello there, uh, thank you, thank you very much, Sarah. Michael. I uh, Appreciate you uh, taking my call today.
1: Hey, well, listen, it, it, it' hot out there on the parade route, I would think tonight, right? From what I hear.
5: Oh yeah, I understand it's going to be around one hundred and three, one hundred and four degrees. Uh, it's just over hundred degrees right now, and I'm starting to sweat like a pig right now.
1: Well, and especially with the costume on and all of that, right? I mean that that that's that that's got to be a little heated.
5: I got my white cape on today with my silver studs and, uh, got my silver rim glasses. I'm ready to cruise the boulevard tonight.
1: All right. So, so Elvis for, uh, for a night like what, what's your, what's your favorite song of all the songs that, uh, Elvis is the king of what, what, what's your favorite?
5: Well, I'm still very much in love with Priscilla and I love my daughter, <laughs> Lisa Marie. And I'd have to say that it's, uh, Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love
1: with you. Well, you know what's amazing about that? That is Lori and my song. That is our favorite oh, Elvis song, yeah. So, thank you for that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, people gathering out there right now, Elvis? <laughs> are they are are the are the crowds beginning to, Absolutely. to form? Absolutely.
5: Of course, they uh, they're blocking off McHenry Avenue, uh, uh, just uh, do a little past uh, Briggsmore there, going southbound, and and uh, the the parade route goes down into Five Points and up J Street and down to Eleventh and over to I Street and back down to 17th and back out McHenry. And boy, oh, boy, I was there uh, last time they had one a couple of years ago, and those cars were stopped in the middle of the street all through the parade route. must have been a couple of thousand cars, it seemed like. And my favorites are those uh, those classic, those oldies but goodies, especially the convertibles.
3: Woo!
5: Yeah. They're nice. reminds me of. Reminds me of the, the one I got my my own mom, you know, when uh, mm. she was still here before she was promoted to heaven. And uh, boy, some people they just have a love affair with their cars, and I'll just i just appreciate those folks so much. We
1: well, you know Elvis here at our uh, clandestine Mike Douglas Show studios. Uh, I just saw and heard. Uh, I think maybe a hot red nineteen, maybe fifty seven. Chevy, uh, going down the street and I heard it before I saw it, I'm guessing it's headed towards you. I, I just love classic cars. I wish I was down there with you, but I, I hope you have a great time down there with, uh, with everyone else, uh, stay cool. And, and thanks so much for taking time to visit with us.
5: You betcha. I just want to let you know that Priscilla's going to be with me this time. Uh, she's going to be wearing a <laughs> poodle skirt with the white top. Her uh, hair's going to be up in a little ponytail. She's so adorable. Uh, if you can, come on down and say hello. But if not, uh, I'll try to get a picture and send it your way, okay? Hey,
1: that that sounds really good. Now, where where are you on the parade route? Where, where are you going to be?
5: We're, we're going to start off over by the State Theater, maybe cruise over to the Gallo Center for the Arts, and then head down to the Five Points. And if we can, we're going to walk up uh, McHenry Avenue, too. So uh, we're going to try to stay in the shade, stay out of the heat, you know, I don't want to melt, but uh, and I don't want my little Priscilla to melt either. So, but uh, if you see us out there, you say hello, okay? All you folks out there who're listening, you see us, come on up, say hello, and uh, we'll be sure to sing you a song, okay?
1: Very cool, Elvis. Thanks for checking in today on the Mike Douglas Show, downtown Modesto. The parade starts at six till about eight thirty. Uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, check Elvis and Priscilla out there while you're there, Elvis. Thanks so much for joining us today.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: I knew that was coming. <laughs> Elvis from the parade route in downtown uh, Modesto. By the way, if you have some business in downtown Modesto, you might want to consider an alternate route. It's such a fun thing. I, I love, and, and we've been involved in past years in the Christmas parade, a lot cooler during the Christmas parades. And with Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, we have a uh, 1960 American La France fire engine. And uh, it is uh, not running at the moment, sad to say, and it takes some shekels to get that fixed. But uh, we used to run it in the Christmas parade almost uh, almost every year, and it was a great way just to, to have fun. I love hometown parades. So, for those of you in downtown Modesto today, again, if you're listening, we'd love to hear from you as well. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll have a sighting of Elvis there who just uh, contacted us. Our number here on What's On Your Mind Friday, 209 551 3483. Mike Douglas here with you, your concierge for conversation. We'll be back in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show, on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's On Your Mind Friday. What is on your mind today? 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. And again, especially if you're listening from the parade route down there in Modesto today, uh, give us a call. Let us know what's going on. We heard from Elvis, believe it or not, a couple of minutes ago. Again, our number two zero nine five five one three four eight three. You're planning to uh, fly somewhere a long way away this summer. Well, according uh, to the information I got, you uh, part of it may make you happy; the other part may not. Apparently, COVID tests to re-enter the United States are being phased out at midnight this Sunday. And a lot of you may be happy about that. Uh, That rule, as you recall, got started in January 2021. And uh, so apparently uh, this uh, midnight, this Sunday, you no longer have to have a COVID test to get back into the U.S. So you don't, I guess, have to shove that log up uh, your nose into your cranium, I think, uh, for those of you who've been through that. About the downside of international travel, that's the good news. Here's the not-so-good news. Your plane tickets are up 38% compared to May 2021, part of uh, that 8.6 inflation rate we've been talking about. Uh, Domestic flights are up 33%. We know that. There's a conference that uh, Lori and I plan to be attending in Arlington, Virginia, in uh, mid to late July, the prices for flights are out of sight. And, uh, I mean, we, our daughter lives on the East Coast. Uh, our son lives out that direction. And so the only time we really get to see them is, is to fly out there. And I tell you, it's, it's, you almost have to get a, a second on your house to, uh, to fly anymore domestic flights up 33 percent from may 2019 international flights up 17 uh, percent and what's that due to well they're saying a lot of it is higher jet fuel costs are rising and uh, so airlines have to raise the prices to offset that expense and also there are staffing shortages making it hard for airlines to add routes to uh, our growing appetite to travel. So there you go. If you're planning to travel internationally, some good news and uh, and bad news as well. I was going to tell you very quickly uh, my reaction last night to the uh, the House <laughs> Investigation Committee dealing with January 6, 2021. Uh, here, I, I I listened to... Uh, probably 45, maybe 50 minutes of it, the initial 45, 50 minutes of it. I was listening to it on the uh, iHeart app uh, because I was busy doing something very productive. I was barbecuing. Yes, it's that time. Barbecuing, of course, today with triple digits, I can probably just put the meat on the ground and it'll it'll grill itself. But I was using the barbecue last night, and so I was listening to it. A couple of observations um, I would say it—it it was a live docudrama. A live docudrama. I would give it a grade of of B plus or an A as a live docudrama. Uh, there was emotion, a one sided spin. There were tears. There were tugs at your heartstrings. Uh, they successfully lobbied that Donald Trump was responsible for the riot on uh, January 6, 21, if not a participant in pre-planning it. I think they made that case. So as a docudrama, I'd give them an A+. plus. As a hearing, I would give them an F. It wasn't a hearing. There, there was no defense present. Uh, there was nobody to cross-examine. And uh, there was no evidence of any Criminal conduct. So as, as a hearing, I would give it a failing grade. As a docudrama, I'd get a good grade, and perhaps that was uh, because of the presence of uh, the former ABC uh, television news producer. Uh, But anyway, those are my my thoughts on uh, listening to that last night. And uh, again, as a docudrama, I would give it a high score. As As a hearing, not so good. No, not so good. And it'll be interesting to see where it's uh, going to go. All right, uh, this is What's on Your Mind uh, Friday. Let's take a quick call, 209-551-3483. Oscar from Modesto, what's on your mind, my friend?
5: Hey, Mike, how you doing? Doing great. Uh Hi. so something I like to do sometimes with the cashiers, especially the young ones or so, but when they say the total is like 936 and you give them 1036 and they start counting the change and they just kind of look at you and, you know, to you, it's simple math: It's a dollar back.
1: It is, Oscar. Why do you think? Is it just because of the computers or is it just laziness anymore on the part of business? I think it's... I think it's the responsibility of businesses to teach their employees how to count change. Uh, for example, one of our listeners just emailed me a couple minutes ago and said he had an experience at a hardware store uh, not too long ago where the power went out and they had to call the manager because the cashier didn't know how to count change without the computer on. Don't you think that ought to be something we teach children in school?
5: Oh, I definitely agree. It's a little bit of both. And it's just, uh, they rely too much on the screen in front of them rather than their own colour map skills.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I'm not faulting the employees. I think that's really the responsibility of... uh, of the businesses. Oscar, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate that very much. Hope you have a a great weekend there. And thank you, my friends, for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show today at the end of the week. And uh, enjoy yourself if you're in downtown Modesto for the American Graffiti Weekend. I'll look forward to seeing you on Monday at 3 o'clock. Here on The Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Have a safe weekend. Stay hydrated. Blessings upon you. See you Sunday.